Happy Mardi Gras. Welcome back to Off the Water. I'm your host, Darth Yacker. Joining me tonight is the intern, Tyler Caldwell, as always. We also have with us tonight Francis Tran and Terry Pham. Uh, these guys uh, placed first and second at last weekend's IFA tournament. So we're going to chat with, with them tonight and discuss their big wins and, um, you know, some of their fishing tactics and, and uh, what they were able to do to pull off the wins uh, amongst uh, a really, really good group of anglers that ended up coming out for that tournament. Uh, also tonight, we're going to discuss Trout Challenge and help some of our newcomers with some launch ideas, rigging, and some tactics. So everybody, uh, this is the final week to register for Trout Challenge. Registration will shut down, I think, at noon on Friday. Is that correct, uh, Tyler? Yeah, that's correct. Noon on Friday. Yeah. Um, also, uh, don't forget to sign up Sign up for the side pot for Big Trout when you register. It's a little click down. Uh, it's it's $5. And um, if you forgot to sign up for Big Trout, you can instant message the club on Facebook or reach out to one of the officers and uh, we'll get it taken care of uh, for you. Um, so, Tyler, do you know how many people we have signed up for, for Trout Challenge right now? Uh, I hadn't checked it recently. I think it's somewhere around 35 or so, but, uh, okay, great. Well, we, we usually get a lot of people signing for the last minute. I know some of the officers still hadn't signed up yet. Um, but we're looking hopefully to try to get at least, uh, 40, 40 to 50 people sign up, uh, for this week. So, um, look, before we get to trout challenge, let's talk with, uh, with Francis and Terry about this past week's IFA event. Hey guys, thanks for joining us tonight. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Uh, so Terry, let's start with you first. Um, I know you finished second um, in this past week's tournament. Tell us a little bit about yourself. One, one of the great things about this this forum is that uh, a lot of the same guys uh, fish. We'll all fish together. We'll run out there, and the next time, hopefully, someone says, "Hey, that's that that's that guy, Terry Fam. I know him. I saw him on that uh, podcast that time. I come up and say hello." So uh, let's let's talk with you. Um, where do you live at, Terry? I uh, live in Gretna, Louisiana. Okay. Did you grow up in Gretna? Yes, I was born and raised in Gretna. You've been fishing the, the West Bank all your life? Pretty much. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, when I, especially when I first started kayaking, I guess, uh, I fished it a lot. I How long have you been kayak fishing? About a year and three months, maybe. A year and three months and that's it? Yeah, right about a year and three months. But you, uh, you fish a lot of a, a boat, though, too, I think, don't you? No. I don't, I don't fish out a boat. My first tournament or my first time ever actually in a kayak was when I met Aaron for a trout challenge. What I think it was, uh, two years ago or last, not last year, but a year before that. That was the one down highway 23. Yes. The one on 23. Right, right, right. I remember was, that one. That was my first time ever on a kayak. The conditions were crazy and yep. I wound up doing it and I didn't catch nothing, but I was like, you know, I, I guess I got the feel of it, and but you know well, you're in good company. Um, Tyler, you also didn't catch anything for that particular tournament, as I recall. Is that right? That's right. I didn't. <laughs> Todd, Todd Lewis as well. I think. I think. Uh, I think basically, had you caught a trout for that tournament, that was the first a trout where we come with the. If only you would have caught one trout for that tournament. Um, I did. I did catch one, but I was like, I know it's not going to do it, and I started off in the in a paddle kayak. And that day, if I remember right, it was about 20 mile per hour winds. Yes. Yes. It was very and windy. I didn't, I didn't know what 20 mile per hour winds could do. Especially so. in, a, in, a, in a paddle kayak. If I remember right, I think, um, Tyler Drude may have won that one. He had a real nice stringer trout. And I think Lance Burgess may have come in second. I think Lance had a, had a really good trout come in. That was a real difficult day. Um, my drive, I remember my, my drive got stuck early on and uh, I just said, screw it. And I, you know, I had already qualified for the championship, so I, I didn't even worry about fishing it. Um, of course, you know, we had a, a very similar story last year at Trout Challenge where not a trout was caught. Uh, I forget how many people we had fishing that tournament last year, but we had a polar vortex come through, 40 mile an hour winds. Um, I think some people went out and fished for an hour or two, and then uh, we ended up having to give away all the money via random draw because of the um, the conditions. Were you at that one, Terry? Yes, I was. Yeah. Sean, did you fish that one? I, I, I showed up. Oh. I showed up for the for the weigh-in because uh, I, uh, I brought well, he, my kayak. He slept during the tournament. <laughs> I did. I got up three times, and all three times I went outside, <laughs> looked at the wind, and went back to bed. <laughs> But that was, no, that was a difficult tournament. Um, 
you know, that was one of the reasons why we moved the tournament from the uh, later in the fall to hopefully earlier in the spring so that we could um, we could hopefully get uh, some better weather. So, of course, doesn't look like we're going to get 40 knot winds, um, but we might get 20 knot winds. So that's something we'll talk about in a little bit. It looks like um, we have uh, about 41 people signed up as of now. So look 41. Oh, that's great. That's great. I know if we get close to 50, that'll be pretty much about what we're expecting. Normally, we do Redfish Rumble at this time of year, and we get a lot of people in for Redfish Rumble. We moved that one to the fall a little bit, um, late September. And uh, I think everyone's going to be excited about that because it's going to include all of St. Bernard Parish, Delacroix Reggio areas, but also it's going to include all of Highway 23. For, for a lot of those guys that like to fish Highway 23, um, it's going to be a great turnout. I really think we're going to have a good turnout for that for that um, event. I, I would suspect we'll probably get 75, 80 people for that tournament. But, uh, well, look, let's, let's go back to, to, to your fishing, Terry. I know, um, so you've been fishing for about a year and a half, kayak fishing, um, and you've been doing it for a year. So, and you started out pretty much the same with me. I know you like to use a cork and, and some bait under a cork, right? Yes. Um, I mean, not always, but the, I, I think the reason why I started using cork recently is the hookup ratio. Your hookup ratio is better. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like, and you could catch almost pretty much every species on that certain setup. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I've caught plenty of slams, um, using, uh, you know, some type of bait under a cork. Um, I know you, you're, you like to use the four horsemen cork, it's a good cork. And I know you're a big fan of the, the I think the gulp products, huh? Yes. Yeah. So, um, you've been with Bayou Coast, I guess, for about a year or so, year and a half. A little bit before that, yeah. I was I was on a club for a while, and you know, uh, just working and saving and trying to get my first kayak. You know, so what was your first kayak? It was a Vibe Sea Ghost One Thirty. Yeah, what do you what do you win now? A Pro Angler Fourteen. Oh God! <laughs> well, Pro Angler Fourteen of those wins. I can only I bought. I bought a. I bought the Vibe. I had it for a week, like after I fished trout challenge and I was like, man, these guys are fast in these pedal drives. I, I let it go. You know, I, I sold it probably about a week after and I bought a, bought an Outback. Mm-hmm. Bought an Outback. I used that for maybe about a month or two, sold it and bought a pro angler. And after that, I stuck with a pro angler. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know a lot of guys like those, those pro anglers they are big, you know, they're a little bit slower, but boy, you got some room on them. Yes. I mean, the weight does kind of um, suck at times. Yeah. Um, but just like this weekend, you know, the weather really about midday around 12 o'clock, it wasn't the greatest. And, you know, to me, like, I feel like, especially if you're by yourself or anything, the pro angler, you just feel more safe in it. Sure. Like that. Well, I'll tell you, you would have been hurting if you were where me and Tyler and uh, and Josh were fishing this past weekend because when we were coming in, the winds were probably blowing 20, 25. We were going into the wind, less than a foot of water. Uh, and I know we, they were having to paddle. So I, you'd have been in some trouble paddling that, that PA-14 through that. So yeah. did you did you do any scouting prior to the tournament? I, I did. Um, I scouted down Highway 23. Mm-hmm. So, um, I I didn't really go try to scout for the, the bull red. I scouted more for the, the trout. Get a couple idea where the trout are at. I, I had an idea of where the bull reds were going to be at. You know, it was just a matter of time before he comes running through pretty much. Sure, sure. And so you, uh, I know I'd seen some videos of you fishing a couple weekends ago down Highway 23 and y'all had got on some bulls. I talked to you about that and you insisted emphatically that there were no bulls out there. They were just regular slot size redfish, despite the video showing <laughs> some sizable redfish being caught. As I also recall, I asked you if any trout were being caught and you, uh, no, 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 no trout being caught, but you were actually able to find the trout. I know, you know, right now it's a, it's a little bit difficult time to find trout down, trout down 23. You were actually able to find some uh, for the tournament then. Yeah. Well, in the morning, man, in the morning, uh, I actually, you know, I, I struggled on a trout, and I had one trout that just barely made 12. Like, I literally had to squeeze his his tail to make him 
at least touched a 12. And I said, all right, well, you know, I'll take that for right now and let's try to find me a red at least and, you know, upgrade. Yeah. So um, looking at your, your totals, I was looking at the, uh, the totals you had a, uh, the way IFA does, it's not by weight, it's by combined measurement uh, between the measurement for your bull red and your trout. And you had a combined measurement of 53 and a half inches. Yes. Yeah. So your red was actually 38 and a half and you end up finding a 15 inch trout. Correct. Now, um, uh, Tyler, I don't know, had, had you put that, that picture of uh, Terry's uh, redfish yet? Yeah, I have the redfish and the trout on the screen. Yeah. What is that? Uh, you've got a little band or something around the tail of your redfish. Was that like a rubber band or? Yes. Oh, it's actually a hair tie. Okay. Uh, I guess it's a form of, instead of pinching the tail yourself and trying to take a picture of such a big fish. Yeah. Use, you know, use that, that as a tool. So, and I had that issue. I, I, you know, and it's a good idea you had when I, when I was taking a picture of my red, um, I lost probably half an inch because the tail was really spread out. He had a big tail was really spread out. I probably lost half an inch on on that picture because when I could pinch it, you could certainly get more, more measurement out of them. Um, so you ended up fishing down, um, highway 23, uh, for the, on the day of the tournament. Correct. You know, and that was certainly a safe call. You didn't have to worry really so much about the traffic with it being on Mardi Gras weekend. Um, Tell us, tell us about your strategy going into it. Did you target the redfish earlier, the trout, or or how were you approaching it? I uh, well, I was targeting the the trout first. You know, first in the morning, I was throwing a Miradine, uh, a seventeen MR around, and I had a couple. I caught a couple of ten inch trout in one spot, and I said, you know what, you know, I don't want to keep wasting my time right here. Let's move on to the next spot. Mm-hmm. next spot and that's when i picked up a 12 i said all right well you know the 12 a 12 would do for right now let's you know so now i have to go run to my bull spot you know so i wound up running my bull spot and pretty much after i, I put away the mr17 I, I was using a four horseman court mm-hmm. with uh a death grip jig head and, and gold the swimming mullet you know and the the the, the yellow one with the curly tail Yes. Yeah, that's a good bait. And, you know, I wind up upgrading, catch, catching a 15-inch trout, the same spot exactly where I caught my bull at. Oh, wow. Okay. It, just, it was just different times. It was probably about 30 minutes apart from each other. But I literally caught them at the same spot. So how many, how many redfish did you end up catching that day? Oh, actually only one. Just the one? Just the one. Just the one big bull? Yep. Wow. Okay. So I mean that's very fortunate you uh, you were able to find them. Um, you felt yeah. pretty good after catching that red and that trout. You may have a shot. Yeah, I was. You know, I, I told myself I was like, you know, I mean, fifty three inches. I was like, I'll take that. It's especially, and I think I had them by eleven o'clock. I had both fish by eleven o'clock, and I was like, man, trying to upgrade a trout at eleven or twelve is kind of it's a little tough, you know, especially. 15 inches in, in Louisiana is a, uh, I mean, it's not super big, but it's, it's sometimes it's, it's tough to upgrade. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then considering the area you were in, I mean, you know, you're not in a, in a big wintertime spot and I'm sure at that point the wind was probably starting to pick up a little bit as well. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I'll just take my 53 inches and just see what he could do, you know? Yeah. So you end up uh, placing second out of some, some great anglers. I know at least, I think four or five of the guys fishing uh, qualified or half qualified previously for the Hobie worlds. Uh, yes. You've got some long time uh, anglers out there, uh, kayak anglers that fish this tournament all the time um, that came into town and uh, you were able to beat them out. That's, that's a, a, a great shot. Was this your first IFA tournament? No, this is actually my fourth. I fished, I fished two last year and the championship. Okay. You know, and like I said that was me getting my feet wet and learning the whole, the whole system. You know how everything works, and yeah. You know, and I told myself, I said this year, I have a better idea of what to do. You know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, what was your uh, payout for second place? Uh it was second place with five hundred, and I had an angle advantage, uh-huh. extra three hundred and fifty-five bucks. So I wind up winning about nine hundred dollars. That's fantastic. I mean, that's uh, not bad for a weekend hobby. 
No, it's not. <laughs> now, now I understand that your lifelong goal, your dream, uh, as you, you you said, was once to become the first Asian to win a Bayou Coast tournament. Was that it, or was it the championship? I forget which one it was. Yeah, yeah but hey, it's a dream. It's Soon a dream. We we all have we all have our dreams. My Thank dream is to one fish the Hobie Worlds, but uh, we'll see. Hobie <laughs> Worlds is tough, man. I mean, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I'd like to go one year, you know. Absolutely. But, you know, it's Absolutely. something. It's definitely something that you got to put out the time and and work for, you know. Yes. Yes. Um, so you fished. You you finished second at the IFA. Is this your highest finish in any tournament? Mm, no. I mean, I guess for a big tournament, yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, for for a bigger tournament, yeah. Okay. Great. Great. All right. Well, look, we're gonna come back to you in a little bit. We're gonna talk a little bit about Trout Challenge and maybe get your thoughts on that. But let's switch over to Francis now. Francis, how you doing tonight, man? I'm doing swell. Yeah. <laughs> I've been looking for this moment all day. All day. So I know, I know, Francis, you you get a little stage fright. A little bit. I mean, I wasn't expecting all this uh, fame after uh, this win, so. <laughs> Uh, I'm not used to it. Well, just think there are, there are, there are literally tens of people watching you right now. So, you know, it's all good. But, uh, by the end of the day, next time someone comes up, they're going to see you, um, see you, uh, at the next tournament say, Hey, that's, that's that guy, Francis. I know he won, uh, IFA this, this past event down in Louisiana. So you'll be famous just like Terry. Um, then you'll get to forget everybody else's names like I do sometimes. So look, uh, Francis, I know you did, um, you live in, in Baton Rouge. Is that right? That's correct. And where did you go to school? We were talking about that the other, uh, just a little while ago. Uh, I went to, well, I went to college at Mississippi state. I'm actually from Mississippi and really? okay. I, moved, I moved to Baton Rouge three years ago when I graduated and, uh, I'm doing engineering over here for, for some time. Okay. What type of engineering are you in? Electrical engineering. Okay, fantastic. How what long, com- how long what company? Uh, I do I did I do contracting work for Entergy. Yeah. And how long have you been uh, kayak fishing? Uh, my first tournament was Minimalist Challenge last year. So you're going on a year and a about, half. About a year and a half, yeah. Yeah, and what type of kayak are you in? I'm in a PA fourteen. Jeez, man! All these PAs out there. All these yeah, Hobie but, guys. I know Tyler's getting a little uncomfortable over there. Yeah. But, I mean, I actually started off with uh, Academy, just a $400 Academy a kayak in high school, and I messed around with that for a little while, and I flipped a few times, and then I just figured, you know, I'm going to just cry one time, just buy uh, the best of the best you can get. So Absolutely. So, you know, it's uh, it's only a matter of time. You know, it's it's one of those things that eventually everyone's going to fall off their kayak. Um I've done it and I had a, a perception uh, from Academy and tried as I had been fishing with an outback and I lent a, a friend of mine, my outback while I was going to use the perception. And I stepped into it thinking it was like my outback and right into the water and then went on my gear as well. So you, you, once you go back to a kayak like that, kayak like that, after you've been in something like an outback, you can really appreciate the stability in some of these, you know, higher priced models. I mean, you know, you, you got to pay money for them, but man, it's a world of difference in, in fishing in them. Yeah. So, did you get to do any scouting before this tournament? I did not. I, I had plans to go scout Saturday, but I went to a wedding on Friday, and you know what happens at wedding? A lot of dancing. Make it. Yeah. Too much dancing. So, what area did you end up fishing uh, for the tournament? Where'd you end up? Uh, ended up fishing uh, St. Bernard uh, Parish. Okay. And, and it's not no surprise. I, I'll just tell you where I went. I went to Hopedale. I mean, Oakdale. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I know a lot of guys fished out there. Uh, I know the dams are real popular area for that. Um, I personally haven't had a whole lot of luck there, but man, they can pull some big fish out of there. Some, some big reds, uh, if you can find them. So that's something actually Tyler and I were talking about earlier, you know, with, with fish finders, you don't really get to use them all a lot, uh, in Louisiana, um, because you're fishing in the marsh, you're fishing in two, three foot of water. You know, you're not really looking for schools of fish underneath you in two or three foot of water. But when you start getting in that 20, 30 foot range, uh, those fish finders, I think, come in really handy. I think uh, some of the guys had actually shared some pictures they took of the fish finders and showing some of the schools of the, uh, you know, the bait and the bull reds and everything. And that was that was pretty cool to see. And I know it's something that 
we'd probably like to have on here one day as far as a little seminar on, on how to read that. So what was your strategy going out there? So, you know, you launched over at Hopedale, you hadn't got to pre-fish. What were you thinking? Yeah. So, uh, going into it, I was kind of like in between fishing highway 23, just because of how the format of IFA is where, uh, I mean, the tournament is hosted in uh, Lafitte, but you can fish any Louisiana water. So, uh, I knew, I knew a lot of people like for like the championship and, you know, other tournaments, they fish Grand Isle. And, you know, I was like three hour drive to cut out of fishing. It, it just wasn't worth it. And so I, you know, I, I thought about fishing highway 23. I gave it a lot of thought actually. But then with the wind direction, I, I was like, man, I feel like the water wouldn't be really good to fish over there just because I feel like the water would be like real stirred up and whatnot. And I knew, Oakdale uh, had deep water and just just that deep water right there. I knew a lot of people catch bulls out there. So and and on on a worst case basis, you can always catch a child out there. Yeah, so that was that was my, my mindset going into it. So the day before, I kind of just said, you know what, I'm just going to go. It's Hopedale. Uh, I, I I saw some some upcoming like reports that people were catching trout out there and whatnot. So I was like leading up to the, the tournament. So I was like, okay, that's, that's what I'm going to do. But I was kind of not sure whether I was going to start the morning going straight out to the canal or fishing the marsh. The marsh right across from the marina. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so I, like when I launched, I saw the majority of the people shoot out to the canal. And then I thought, you know what? I can catch both the bull red and the trout out of the canal, but I can't catch the bull red. Well, it's less likely to catch the bull red and the trout in the marsh. So Absolutely. I went ahead and made that the decision to just shoot out to the canal and fish. And well, look, Francis, look, you know, uh, Gothy actor right there, you know, posted a picture, I think, on uh, Bayou Coast, I think. Had to be like 8 o'clock or something, you know, of uh, I think a, a decent little bull in a marsh. It, it was, it was, I, uh, I was out there early and, uh, had a bull at 30 inches, probably in the first 30 minutes of fishing. And, uh, you know, I was kind of just promoting the IFA a little bit, sharing the love, you know, showing you guys, Hey, got a little, got a little heat coming after you. So you guys fishing the dam, um, you know, we, we, we were out there. Uh, unfortunately it, that was the highlight of the day. <laughs> you know, when you hit it 30 minutes in, at least, you know, it's, uh, you know, you've got a shot, but, um, I'll oh, yeah. share my story in a little bit. So Francis, you, you get out there, everybody's heading for the dam. Uh, is that where you end up deciding to go to uh, catch your bull red? Yeah. So I, well, I pull up in the morning, like at five 30 and everyone's just kind of just, they have like a little covered like patio there and it was raining when we got there, or at least when I got there. Yeah. And there's like five, six uh, people just sitting there waiting to launch and they're like all rigged up and ready to go. I'm like, Oh man, I'm late. So I pushed back. I'm every six twenty. Everyone launches except for like four or five guys. Uh, and so I was like 10 minutes behind them. So by the time I got out there, everyone was like already at the dam. And so I just, I, this is like new to me. This is my first IFA. And actually this is the first time I fished the canal in no deal. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I get out there and I don't beginner's luck. Yeah, truly beginner's luck, I guess. So I get out there and I see and I don't I don't want to fish on top of anybody and I really don't like to fish behind people. So if I if I can't be in front of them, then I'm not gonna fish over there at, at all, I guess. So I cut straight across the canal and I'm kind of just letting them push me and then I come across a flat and I'm not really used to fishing well. I'm not used to fishing like 30 feet of water. Yeah. It's just not normal for me. So I come across like this little flat when it gets like four to, you know, four to five feet and I'm more comfortable there. So, and then just with the conditions that, that were, that we were the fishing that day, it was, there was a little bit of chop and it was really foggy. And so I was like, this is like the perfect scenario for the she dog because just the high pitch, and just the fog, you know, and if you're yeah. going after those big, the big girls, you know, so I start throwing it and I get like four or five bulls on it. 
And I'm like, okay, cool. And I can see like the trout flashing on it. They're, like they're just coming, coming at it, but they can't take it. It's like so big. And then I, I throw that next cast and man, my, that uh, 41 inch bull red that I caught, like came halfway out the water for it. Wow. And it was on. Yeah. It was exciting, huh? Yeah. I mean, I was shaking when I was reeling it in. <laughs> I'm sure. Did, did you get a, a good uh, Cajun sleigh ride out of them? Oh yeah, for sure. I actually got me wrapped up in a crab trap. Oh, yeah, but I got it out, and somehow I, got, I mean, got him in. So were, were the other guys kind of close to you? Were they were they keeping an eye on you? See, it was, was so on? funny because it was so foggy that by the time I, I think I caught it and I let it go, I think like one of the other guys was coming by, and then I, they're like, they're like, and I was like, they're like, you know, like you go by and they're like this, you know, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. then I'm just like. I just caught a 41 inch. They're like, what? <laughs> yeah. So you hadn't had your trout at that point. I haven't had, I, so I was looking back at my photos and like what time I caught all my fish and I caught that bull red at seven o'clock. At seven o'clock. I caught it at seven o'clock. And then, so I was like, all right, now I just got to catch my trout. So. You, you really couldn't figure you were going to upgrade that bull red at that point, I think. Yeah. So I, I, I was like. I, this is my research coming into the, the event. I was like, all right, let me go watch as many IFA YouTube videos as I can and just see like, you know, what the, what the guys are catching, you know? And so I was like 41, me, it's not going to get much better than that. So I was like, I'm going to start fishing for trout. And so I actually drifted that, that little flat again and I started mm. getting boils again. But after a while, like I, I got a lot of like just, laps at it and stuff so i was like all right and then after a little bit quit biting so then at that point i i circled around and started fishing the dam i went to the dam and fished and i threw jerk baits and everything and i didn't get any bites and then i drifted that flat again after like 30 minutes or so and then i got my first trout which was like 13 and a half yeah well you end up i think you, you so you read your total combined measurement Looking, everything was 55 and a half inches. Your red was 41 and your trout was 14 and a half. Yeah. And so, I mean, that, you know, that the, you were, I think, two inches uh, further over than, than second place. But that was a, just a beast of a redfish that you caught. Uh, and on top water, I'm sure you were a little nervous. I know anytime I catch a redfish on top water, those treble hooks start flying and yeah. uh, it gets a little nerve wracking. Yeah. When I went to go net him, he was so big the top water got stuck in the net and like only his head was in it. And I was like, Oh my gosh. And yeah. then I, you know, started trying to grab him. <laughs> well, that, that was a, a great finish for you. So you, um, I understand that was the only red you caught that day. Yeah. That's, so that's the only red I caught. And I was like, you know, th there's no point in trying to upgrade that. And then I was paddling back in. So I thought, you know, I fished out here and I want to try to upgrade my trout. I didn't really know what anybody else had. I think someone I paddled by me was like, yeah, I got I was like, all right, I need to try to upgrade. And when I was pedaling in, I was just jigging the bank and then I caught a 14 and a half inch, so I upgraded it by an inch. And then I went into the marsh and I didn't get like, I got actually I caught a slam that day. I caught a flounder. <laughs> I saw, yeah, I saw that flounder. That was, uh, that was incredible. I, I actually came down there to try to catch a trout. Um, I had my red and I was hoping, I, I knew with a 30 inch red, there wasn't much chance of winning it, but just looking to get a top 10, maybe with a, with a trout. And I had four or five blowups. Um, I lost a trout that day. It came up. I, I never got to see his body, but when his mouth came up to shake it, his mouth was so big. I could have put my fist in it. Uh, it, I really would like to seen it, but you know, just, uh, just my unfortunate luck that day fishing top water, uh, just could never seem to, to, to get him hooked up that day. Now, um, you had a, a good payout as well, finishing first. I know the payouts for IFA are, are really good. What was your yep. payout for that? Uh, I got big red and I got first place. So the payout for first place was $1,000 and then uh, big, big red was $100. Oh, wow. So, you know, you walk away, little weekend trip, $1,100. Yeah, and I kind of kicking myself because I, I always sign up for like all the options and this yeah. time I didn't sign up for Angler Advantage because I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to get in the money. Yeah. And, so, and then this is the first time. And, and then I got first place somehow. So, 
So, and I'm sure Terry was very happy he didn't sign up for Angler Advantage. Yeah, I think he ended up finishing first in that category, right, Terry? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. So, just to recap, I'm looking over the um, the uh, results here. And, again, Francis, you finished in first at 55 and a half. Terry, you finished in second at 53 and a half. Uh, Matt Van, I know he was in from Florida. He finished uh, right behind you, Terry. He was at 53.13. Uh, Matt Carr, a uh, local guide from um, from from uh, PAC, he finished in fourth, uh, 52.88. Uh, Derek Douglas, fifth at 51.13. Aaron Clay, a uh, guy from Mississippi, does really well out there, 50. And uh, Brock Miller, who we had on here um, a couple times, uh, well, with the backpacker, finished in seventh place at 49.13. Um, what really impressed me, though, we, we had some big redfish caught, but also the trout that were caught, and I think Tyler may have some pictures. Uh, Matt Van had a trout that went 23 and a quarter inch. It's a real nice size trout, and uh, I thought Brock Miller had a, uh, a 19 and a half inch trout that he caught that day. So, um, again, there's some, there's some big trout out there right now, you know, in the parish. Just got to try to find them. Um, hopefully, you know, it's been cold the last few days. This weather's going to warm up tomorrow. And then uh, by Saturday, I think it should be about 75 degrees or so and should hopefully get the trout biting again. Um, you know, it's going to uh, it's going to be kind of challenging to find, figure out where they went after this this little brief cold snap we had. So, guys, uh, let's go switch over to, uh, to Trout Challenge now. Um, so this tournament takes place this Saturday on March 9th and, uh, the legal areas to fish include all of St. Bernard parish. So as long as you launch in St. Bernard, you can fish in any area that you can pedal or paddle to. Um, I think most of that's going to be, uh, mostly St. Bernard. I don't know if there's any areas where you get to St. Tammany or anything like that. Um, unlike the IFA, uh, this is a, um, uh, this tournament goes by weight. The heaviest weight of 10 trout will win. Um, to kind of just recap some of the rules here, you can have over 10 trout with you, but you can only weigh in your 10 heaviest. Uh, generally, we allow one oops, meaning that if your trout is under 12 inches, you can replace it with a legal one. However, if you submit two trout under 12 inches, you will be disqualified from the tournament. Um, there's generally an extra measuring board around. So if you want to pre-measure your fish before submitting them, feel free to use it. We use the same We'll have a, a pre-measure board and a regular measuring board. But once you hand your fish to the uh, uh, the officer who's weighing, you can't pull them back. So just, just try to make sure that you if you think that uh, the trout's legal or not. We, we, we really hate DQing anybody. Um, there's also a big trout category. It's an extra $5. Uh, this amount gets paid back to 100% to the anglers who weigh in the heaviest trout. So it's a, it's a winner-take-all type scenario. And um, I'm really looking forward to see, uh, you, you know, what type of trout we're going to get in this weekend with the 23 and a 19 being caught this past weekend. And those were people who are focusing mainly on bull reds. This is just going to be a strictly trout tournament. So uh, a lot of that tackle that we were using last time uh, won't really be uh, necessary this time. So it'd be nice to just focus on one fish. Hey, uh, another rule. Uh, so we, we noticed in the rules today for Trout Challenge that there was a typo, and uh, the weigh-in time says from 2 p.m. to 2 p.m., and uh, we're going to be revising that and making an announcement. I think it should be 2 p.m. to 3 p.m., right, Sean? Yeah, that's yeah. correct. That's correct. So um, the, the the legal launch time is 5.45 uh, a.m., so you can put your kayak in the water. You can kind of pedal around the little staging area wherever you're launching at, but you can't go forth until 5:45. Um, certainly, we we advise everybody to use your best judgment. This past weekend, with the with the heavy fog that was around, you know, I don't know if it was it was light light to around you know 6:20, you know 6:15 or so. So use your judgment. Don't don't put yourself in a dangerous situation to get out to an area, you know, 10 or 15 minutes earlier. It's just not worth it. I know for the boat tournament for IFA. Um, they held the launch, I think for two hours. I don't think they let them launch till like eight 30 in the morning, uh, do the heavy fog, which was certainly the right call. Um, certainly all anglers are required to wear a PFD when fishing it. Uh, only artificial bait is allowed. You can use sense. You can use gulp, Terry. So you're good. Uh, you know, corks, um, just no, no artificial, uh, no live bait or, or, or dead bait. The weigh-in is going to be from two to three at last stop. Uh, if you if you're not sure where last stop is, you can't miss it. 
it's basically right there at the four-way where um, you can either take a left to head to Shell Beach or Hopedale, or you continue going straight to head down to Delacour Reggio. It's a little sandwich shop. Uh, you know, we encourage everybody to get out there and, and get some food. I think she might be um, making some pasta for us uh, that you can buy over there, but they've got good hamburgers, good po' boys, all that good stuff over there. Um, when you go to weigh in your fish, make sure you have all the fish you want to weigh in with you. You're, you're not, once you get up to the, to the table to weigh in your fish, you're not allowed to go back to your car, grab more fish. If you, if one of your fish is under or anything like that. So make sure you have everything with you when you go up to the weigh-in. Um, for some of our new guys, you know, we, we're going to try to help you out on these podcasts. Uh, some of the launch sites out there, some of the more popular launch sites are going to be, um, in Hopedale at the, uh, at the Marina right there. Um, there's also a launch down in Shell Beach at Campos. Uh, there is the Reggio launch. And um, Tyler, I think you've got some pictures of the different launch sites up there. There's also yeah. Sweetwater, too. In yeah. yeah, there's the Sweetwater down in, uh, in Delacroix. And then you've got uh, Pips launch, which is right over there uh, across from Hopedale Lagoon. Now, all of these launches, um, so you got Hopedale, uh, Shell Beach, I think Shell Beach allows you to launch kayaks for free. I think Campos allows you to launch a kayak for free. Hopedale, I know it's a $5 charge. Um, but those marinas, they all sell, uh, sell ice. And uh, uh, Hopedale's got a, a, a nice kayak launch for people, specific kayak launch designed for launching kayaks in, in big parking lots. Um, yeah, Reggio, yeah, yeah, they want you to keep an eye on your stuff, which is nice as well. Reggio, it's an honor box. Um, I forget if it's 5 or $10. But there's no one there, um, but they do come by and check it. So make sure that you pay your fee. And um, I think it's right there by the little shed. It's either 5 or $10. So bring cash because there's going to be no one there to make change for you. Pips is the same thing. Pips is an honor box. Um, I think Tyler's got a map for you if you're not sure where it's at. But basically, you can launch from Pips and then paddle straight across the canal into uh, to Hopedale Lagoon. Um, Sweetwater is also a... Uh, a paid launch. I think that one may be 10, um, but they'll have ice there. They have drinks there. Um, down in Delacro, you know, if you're looking for live bait, you know, um, not for this tournament, certainly, but, uh, for other tournaments, you know, they have uh, live bait, uh, for there as well. So as does Campos and I think, um, Hopedale Marina as well. So again, there were some nice trout caught out there this weekend, uh, talking to some people. I know some of these fish came on top water. Um, you know, with the wind conditions, you, you never know. I know certainly once that wind starts kicking up, top water is going to be very difficult to fish with. Uh, you're going to probably want to switch over to something like a popping cork um, with different baits. A lot of times voodoo is a good bait. Uh, the shrimp, uh, some gulp, if the water's dirty, may help to try to attract some of the fish coming in. Um, uh, looking at the forecast earlier today, it looks like we're going to avoid some rain for the tournament, but we do expect some wind to come in. Um, especially a little bit later in the morning. So when you're, when you're planning your trip, make sure you take that into account. Uh, I know when I ran into Francis this weekend at Hopedale, that wind was ripping through the, through the canal right in front of the marina. And uh, it was, it was white capping over there. I know it was difficult. You guys were actually uh, having difficulty making it back to the launch because the current was pushing you through. Yeah, it was like, so whenever the, if you've ever been in, the, in a kayak and the wind catches the side of you, it's really hard to turn. And that wind was ripping so hard that I was like just spinning in circles, basically. And I'm glad you were actually there. I don't even know how I would have got got into the launch. Yeah, it was uh, it, it was difficult, you know, and I'm glad everybody got in safely and everything. But certainly, you know, take a look at the wind forecast the night before. Take a look at maps. You know, where where do you think you may be fishing? where the wind direction is coming, coming from, you know, if you plan on coming back against the wind, just know some of those areas can be real difficult. Uh, can push some water out. If you're fishing shallow water, I know we had some issues coming in with, uh, with some low water and having to paddle and it was a real challenge. So, um, you know, if, if you're not fishing with somebody, you know, make sure someone knows where you're fishing at, uh, just with these conditions, we just like to make sure every, everybody's careful. looks like it's going to be a real pretty morning early with a little bit of wind coming in a little bit later on. So, you know, if you plan on fishing some bigger water early on, you know, maybe have a backup plan to come in and fish some marsh or something like that a little bit later. Um, so certainly there's some protected canals and areas you can fish close to some of the marinas. 
Uh, Hopedale Marina has got marsh right across from it. It's real easy to get to. You can go down and try some canals a little bit further down uh, that also look, you know, pretty good. Um, same thing with, with Reggio. You can fish in Reggio at the, at the marina. There's some lots some, some protected areas right back up in there uh, that might be helpful. So, you know, certainly if you've never fished a tournament before, you have questions, you can reach out to an officer or just talk to some of the people and get some ideas about what to do. The other thing to look at also is going to be water temperature. It's been cold over the last few days. Uh, don't know what that, you know, how it's going to affect the water temperature. I'm sure it's going to drop some this past weekend. I think where I was at, it was probably in the low seventies. Uh, I don't know if you guys checked the temperature where you guys were at when y'all were fishing. Terry or Francis, did you, did y'all happen to look at any of that? Yeah, I think, uh, when I started, the water was about like 68. Yeah. Might've got up a little bit, uh, when the, as today progressed, but I, I didn't check it after that. So, you know, and, and, and so if the, if the water's warmer, you know, certainly they may be a little bit shallower water. If the water stays a little bit cooler, you may want to look for some deeper canals, see if they try a little bit deeper. Um, they've got to be somewhere. So, you know, uh, make sure to bring some heavier jig heads with you if you want to fish a little bit deep and, uh, and all that. So you guys just had a great weekend. Um, have y'all thought anything about this? Uh, I think both of y'all are fishing this tournament, correct? Correct. I haven't Francis? signed up yet, but uh, I might have been the first one to sign up. I think you were, Terry. You haven't <laughs> signed up yet. I think you were. <laughs> I haven't. Uh, I'll be signed up later in the week. Okay. So, so uh, figure out the game plan, kind of. What What's your game plan, Terry? Fill us in a little bit. What What do you think you're going to do? I don't know where I would go yet. I've never. I, I've actually never fished down Saint Bernard. That's what you keep telling me that you keep telling me this. And I, I don't, I just don't know if I can believe it. So you've never fished St. Bernard. Um, you got any ideas about what kind of tackle you might, you might be using this weekend. You want to share with us? Well, pretty much it's going to be the Terry fan special. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and that would be the, uh, four horsemen popping cork. Yep. Yellow um, curly tail, uh, mullet. Yeah. Uh, that's usually my, my go-to either that or, the voodoo shrimp works good too. I, sometimes I like to carry both. Like this weekend, I carried both. You know, two cork setups, one with voodoo and one with with the uh, with the goat. You know, I mean, absolutely. Because and doing that, you make yourself a little more efficient too. You yeah, you're not having to cut off. You know, retine or anything. That's a good idea. Uh, Francis, what about you? What you you what what you got in mind for this weekend? Well, the I was looking at the forecast and it's looking the what the forecast is looking a lot like Sunday. Yeah. And so I don't know, maybe I'll do the same thing and maybe I'll you know result in the same result too. So who knows? You gonna go after that forty one inch bull red again? Yeah, you know, just for fun. Who knows? You know, it's funny. I uh I finally got a little point where some trout were biting and that was getting some nice blow ups on top water. And uh you know, I had two missed blowups on top water and I throw back over there. That third one was a, was a 24 inch red, nothing like a 24 inch red hitting on a top water to really screw up your trout bite. So I actually, you know, had to leave that spot and come back to it later. Uh, unfortunately still couldn't pick it up. So, um, I know we've got some, uh, some giveaways that we're doing today. Um, I think Terry and Francis were kind enough to, to donate some stuff to some of these people who've come on. Um, Terry, what, what do you have? What are you, what are you giving away for us tonight? Uh, I have some uh, Death Grip Jake Heads. It's a three-pack of pretty much like a sample pack kind of of the 116 is what I usually use uh, under a cork. You know, and he's actually, he is a sponsor for the club. You know, so, you know, we can help our sponsors out. Absolutely. The, the Four Horsemen Cork. That thing is loud, isn't it? When you yeah. pop it. And yeah, the the bull reds and the redfish go crazy over it. They love it. Trout, the trout sometimes. I use the old one. The old one's a little more, I guess, quieter, a little more seldom, and it, it sounds to me that I like. I think I catch trout better on the oval one than this one. But I, I catch them on both. Okay. You know, uh, but they they both make slightly different, you know, sounds. Gotcha. So, so we've got the desperate jib heads. We've got the. Uh, the uh, the four horseman cork and I think I think Francis you were throwing a couple things in to, to round off the package huh yeah so I got a few packs of you know the good old gulp 
And oh, then, yeah. White scented gulp is, is good. Yeah. And then I got some uh, mirror lures. Those are great baits. And some uh, Spook Juniors. I, I like this personally. And, and one thing about uh, this is, so I I was getting a lot of boils on Sunday uh, on the She-Dog when, uh, on trout. But they couldn't take it. I, I guess the She-Dog was just too big or they just kept on missing it. I don't know. And so I was like, all right, let me try to throw this Spook. But, I mean, just because the pitch is so different and, like, Spook's so much more quieter, it's like – they didn't. They didn't do anything. They didn't do anything. So I swapped back. And, okay. But this is definitely something to throw for trout. That's what, that's probably like my go-to top water. And then I got some rattle traps, which oh, fantastic! I'll throw on these two. So Terry, how many of the uh, how many of the um, full horseman court death grip jig head packs do we have? I have three. Okay. Three, three pretty much three sets. Three sets, and then um, Francis, do you have how many of the gulp packages do you have? Three. I got I got three of everything. Okay, so. great. So let's do. We just pick three people and. Uh, let's do that. So Tyler, what I have here is I've got a list of everybody who shared it right here. Uh, why don't you do a random number generator from one through forty, so we make sure we're really random, and we'll go through and we'll, we'll announce the winners right now. Okay, give me one second to get it pulled up. So we'll have Tyler uh, doing this, and I'm going to go through the list here. And based on the order we have of people okay. that should, we will figure out uh, which numbers we have, and we'll announce some winners here real quick. So what numbers right, we I'm got? I'm try to show you. Throw this on the screen. I don't know if you can. Let me know if you can oh. see it. Can you read that? Okay. So what's the first number? We got uh, one through forty. I'm hit generate. At, yep. Uh, number eight. Number eight. Okay. Hang on just a second. Let's go through. Uh, number eight, Mike Malone shared the post. So Mike Malone, you've got one of the packages here, uh, four horsemen, uh, death grip jig head, some gulp and some, some other nice goodies there courtesy of, uh, Francis and Terry. So Mike, uh, just make arrangements. Um, we're not going to have the guys mail it to you, but, uh, you know, certainly if you show up at trout challenge or something like that, we'll make arrangements to get it to you. So just go ahead and, um, send, uh, send me a, a text message. Uh, Sean Restanis on Facebook, and uh, we'll make make sure we get the arrangements to get the baits over to you. All right, uh, Tyler, uh, what's the next number we got? 28. 28. All right, let's see who we got here. Hope it's not me. Hope it ain't Sean. Hang on, guys. Like it's just too empty for what it in your uh, your bullet. Uh, just need one more guy. Okay, looks like it is. Let's see. Hang on, guys. We definitely had an easier way to do this, but uh, you know. Start. You got to start counting from the beginning again. <laughs> what it sounds oh like. Don't mess them up. Twenty-five. I don't know. It's 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 uh, acting funny because it'd come up to Terry Fam, and then uh, after that, uh, it would be me. But uh, <laughs> 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 actually, hang on, hang on. I've got it. I got it figured out here. Let's see. <laughs> Actually, it looks like uh, AJ Hudak Gilyat. AJ Hudak Gilyat looks like uh, shared this post uh, twenty eight. So, AJ, get us a shout out, and uh, we'll get it taken care of for you. We'll get it, we'll get those baits over to you. All right, Tyler, who else we got? One more. It is. Hopefully, it's a small number. Twenty five. Think that was me, huh? I think that was you. Yeah. So that was me rolling. We'll, we'll go again. All right. Uh, 29. Let's see. Yeah. It's not showing up, Tyler. We're going to have to go with a little bit lower number. Uh, 
All right, this one should do it. Uh, how about two? Two. Please don't be me. On Gil. Esteban. Oh. I know Esteban, he, uh, he won that little pre premium tournament we had. So that's, that's great. Esteban, make sure you reach out to us and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, um, we'll text you, text all these guys here and uh, find a ways to get these baits to you guys. So other than that, um, I think we're gonna have an early episode tonight. Um, we look forward to seeing you guys, uh, at trout challenge here coming up this weekend. Um, you know, if you haven't registered yet, go ahead and register again. You have till Friday at noon, uh, looking forward to that tournament. And then, uh, guys, I know we've got coming up here um, a month from now is going to be double trouble. Uh, that's one I've been looking forward to ever since we announced it. Have you, have y'all picked y'all uh, y'all partners yet? Figured out who you're fishing with. Who are you fishing? Uh, I don't have any friends that didn't put that didn't fish the championship. So. Oh, you only fish with good good fishermen, huh, Francis? I guess. <laughs> Those are the only people that have good information. I'm just kidding. Yeah, absolutely. Well, look, hey, we'll come, a, coming off an IFA win, you might have uh, a line of people interested. Absolutely. You know, I'll, I'll be taking a, a resumes. Look, there's going to be plenty of people out there wanting to fish with somebody who knows what they're doing. So, uh, you know, don't be afraid to, to sign up. We'll, we'll, we'll match people up or, you know, certainly look for people in the club and say, hey, I'm looking to uh, fish with somebody for the tournament. And uh, I'm sure there'll be plenty of, plenty of volunteers out there. So, it's going to be a fun tournament. Um, we're certainly going to have a show about that here after this, uh, this tournament. We're going to get the winners on board uh, for Trout Challenge. Uh, hopefully, maybe we'll, we'll see you guys back on the leaderboard for next week. Um, I know Angler of the Year is going to be tight this year. Um, should be a lot of fun. I know you guys are wanting to compete and hopefully uh, uh, qualify for the championship. Again, top 15 paid club members um, who finish in the top 15 of this tournament will qualify for the uh, Bayou Coast Championship that we'll be announcing the location here shortly. So hopefully you guys will do well and, um, and get to qualify for the championship of this tournament. So look, uh, Terry and Francis, thanks for coming on tonight and sharing your stories with us. We look forward to seeing you guys this weekend and, uh, you know, good luck to you guys, to everybody else. Um, we're going to wrap it up now. Uh, you know, certainly if you want to hear this again, you can go to, uh, off the water, be available on Apple podcast, and uh, it'll be on YouTube, and Tyler will have it up um, on the forum shortly. So, good night, everybody. Uh, we'll see you guys this weekend. All right. Thanks. See you then. All right. Thanks. Nice,